And welcome to Diamond Dreams Miami Up and In. This is episode 48. Last week we chilled for a little bit, right? Took a little break. Well, not really. We had a lot of baseball <laughs> in the start of the school year. A lot of messy baseball with the schedule, huh? Oh my God. And the rain. Well, hey, we got that through rain it. is killer. Got through it. Yep. Got through it. There, there was um there was a portion there that I'm like, man, are we gonna get this tournament in? But got it in. Thanks to uh, Alex Delgado and the people at Maiba. Yes, sir. Getting it done. The umpires, the field crews, the props to get, everyone. People striping the fields. They they got it done. Every division. So it's a day late Monday, but hey, that's what schedules are for. As so. we fade out the music by DJ ADSR Wilbur Reyes. Such a good song. Yeah. So good. Badass. Yeah. Thank you, Wilbur, as usual. Uh, but yes, this is up and in, and we have a lot to talk about. Uh, about two weeks worth of, uh, yes. of topics. But oh, yes. man, like, you know, back when I was in news and, and you know, covering sports, it's like the, the news cycle doesn't stop, man. You can prepare for, for, for a show for days. Hey, this is what we're going to talk about. At the last minute, something happens, and that dominates. Um, we'll get into it in a in a little bit because we I want to touch upon you know the tournament and 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 the the start of the of the of the fall season, but that Otani news killed me, man. It yeah. it gutted me. Yeah. So wake waking up this morning, yeah, I knew they took him out yesterday, but I saw him kind of like putting his like thumb on his hip. So I was like, oh, maybe he strained something. But then I see he tore his uh, his UCL. So... Um, He's had Tommy John that's, before. That's tough. Yeah, yeah. But this is a tough time for that to happen for him because yesterday's price now is not today's price. Yep. I mean, that you know, it's it just shows how not sustainable it is with a top elite athlete that's in top, 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 top shape. Yep. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So if it's not sustainable with him, that's why there's only been one or two guys in 100 years that can do that. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, if he just goes to hit, watch out. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? And and look, and I'll, I'll tell you, if, if, if that's the case, I'll tell you the, the perfect spot for him. But before we continue, this is sponsored as usual by Diamond Dreams Miami Academy. Diamond Dreams Miami, excited for opening week. We had a little tournament last week. Um, kids got their feet wet. And we have opening day this week for all the teams except the uh, in-house instructional league. So good luck to all our teams. Good luck to all our parents. And uh, the kids will, will get better little by little. It's their first time uh, playing their new age divisions. And a little bit of patience, a little bit of perspective. We're going to be in real good shape. Real excited. Yeah, absolutely. And um, also Armando Alvarez Realtor. Uh, have some some stuff under contract. We're closing next week. Um, but if you have somebody that's looking to to buy, sell... I just need some real estate advice. Give me a call. Contact me. Um, the the other the other day it was funny. We were in the middle of a game. It was um, we were playing Swing Lab on 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 Sunday, and um, Lewis, Coach Lewis, is there with us, and he comes up to me laughing like in the, I was coaching first base, and you know he's there pitching, and he comes to me before the inning, laughing, and he goes, "Oh yeah, todo mundo te conoce." Like, what do you mean? And he goes, somebody said, hey, that's the realtor. <laughs> that's Armando, the realtor. Hey. Um, so, hey. Hey. Come and talk to me after the game. Hey. 
Hey, we're we're making some progress, you know. But yeah, I mean, it's nice when those people come and tell you they're they're listening, and even something like that, like they're not telling you listening, but they're telling you they're listening. No, somebody you know? walked nice. by and said, "Hey, up and in," you awesome. know, and it was somebody awesome. I really didn't I didn't know who it was. We appreciate all those people, absolutely, you know, man, big time. You know, and hey, come talk to us, man. Come talk to us about anything you hear. You know, let's talk about and. See us at the park in between yeah, games. Give, give us say some hi. feedback. Yeah, man. Give us some feedback. Take a, maybe take a selfie with us. You know, get that. We get our Instagram going a little more. Absolutely. You know what I mean. But we appreciate all of you. But we'll talk a little bit of a uh, little bit more Otani because I want to go off what you were saying, Mike. But this tournament last week, man, it's uh, you know the 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 rain, the constant rain, and and moving moving games and all that, man. It's uh, I know we had Alex Delgado a couple a couple of weeks ago. When when I was seeing all all that movement, I'm like, I don't I don't envy, no. <laughs> you know that position at all, man. Because oh yeah, he's a, he's a, him and Juan are badasses for for figuring all that out. No, 150 percent. You know, 150 percent. They did an outstanding job of keeping the tournament going. You know, keeping it exciting. Didn't really have to make many adjustments, um, as far as like rules or time and stuff like that. But they did a fantastic job, man, to get that tournament. And, you know, and I used the joke on you and a couple of people. I say, you like baseball? You're like, yeah, I like baseball. I'm like, well, now you're really going to love baseball <laughs> with these tournaments, with the rainouts and the reschedules. Because those are things that you cannot control. And when you're in a tournament, you kind of commit to those days of that tournament. So it really puts to the test, did you commit to the tournament? Because it can't be, yeah, I committed to the tournament. There's a rain out, but now my kid can't go because he's got something to do or we had something to do. No, like right. when you commit to the tournament, you commit from for the block of the tournament of what it is so that when these things happen, you're ready to go. This is the yep. priority, you Absolutely. know. But I think all the teams did a great job. With, with, you know, adjusting to their new leagues and the new rules and they got their feet wet, you know, especially, you know, Anderson's 6U black team and the gray team and the white team. You know, at the end of the day, they got three, four games in before the season starts where they get to get some experience, you know, get, you know, 10, 15 at-bats and kind of, you know, get their feet wet. No, and so. listen, and, and it was rough because this happened at the beginning of the school year. And, you know, you have kids that, like Anderson, for instance, right? He was going to sleep late almost every night. Well, you know, here at the house, I didn't want to go to sleep early, sleeping in. A couple of times I'm there, like, trying to wake him up early. I'm like, hey, you have school next week. You got to get used to it. And that week he was, like, you know, dragging ass. And um, by the end of the week, he he got a high fever, you know, yeah. and, and couldn't play one of, the, one of the games. Same with a couple of other kids. You know, you, you go back to school, you encounter other kids, the germs, yeah. and not yeah. resting yeah. properly, getting yeah. used to the schedule. And you know it, it affected, and, and you know it, it affected quite a few people because I saw a lot of people there that, that told me the same, the same thing. You know, their kids were sick or yeah, it's a, were it's really a, tired. It's a, it's a and big grind week. Yeah, you know, back to school, getting up same early. Week, man. No, even for the parents, man. You know, even for the parents. You know, because now you're getting home from that eight p.m. game at ten thirty. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? And you gotta get up early. It's it's a grind, bro. Listen, I, you know, I usually take my kids to school every day, but. I haven't been able to, bro, because getting back in that grind, a week hit hard, man. Yep, a week hit really hard. No, and you really spend hard. a lot of time, you know, and it, and it, look, it happens to me when I'm when I'm doing, you know, real estate. I, I was, uh, I went to do a showing yesterday, and then an, an inspection, and then I was back here, like scarfing down some food before I'm gonna go pick up Anderson, which I'm gonna have, I'm gonna do again after this podcast, right? I'm gonna scarf something down and then go pick up Anderson at school, and I. The realtor called me to talk about something, and I texted him, I'm like, hey, can I call you back in 10 minutes? And when I called her back, I'm like, listen, you know, I'm sure the same thing happens to you. You're running around 
you don't really have time to eat and you're like scarfing down food bef before you could do the same the next thing. I remember one of the days of the of the tournament, it was about 10, 10 something. I got back home, jumped in the shower really quick, you know, putting Anderson to sleep and you text him and you're like, hey, meet me over here. We're, <laughs> we're about to get some grub. And you and, you know, Coach Joshua were, were there eating, I'm sure, man, after many hours, I eat pasando hambre. Hey, man. It's like, it's hey, it's time it to eat and no matter what time. Thank God for those 24-hour places, man. You know <laughs> what I mean? Not the best food, but hey, at that time, it's the best. It's the hey, best. that club sandwich that Coach Joshua had looked pretty oh, damn good. yeah, it looked real good, man. Real good. But no, man, super happy with what everybody did. You know, everybody got a W. And um, let's see what happens in opening week now. You know, a lot of baseball ahead of us, a lot to learn. You know, a lot of practice ahead of us, and the weather's been good now. So hopefully oh, yeah. we can hopefully we knock, can keep knock, it going. Knock on wood. Hopefully we can keep it going. But um, you know, and, and I, I mentioned to someone during the tournament, you know, man, there, there's there's no predicting baseball, and and, and you know, Yogi Berra, you know, with his Yogiisms, you know, he would say it's not over till it's over, and he would say other amongst other things, and and then you know, you you talk about you know the different thing like like in boxing, right? Styles make fights. Right, uh, not every you know some. There's one guy that kicks one guy's ass and loses to another guy, but then that guy that he that that you know that he lost to then loses to the. Yeah. It, it makes no sense. Right. And the other day we played one of the teams. We beat them 15-1, pretty pretty handily, and we're like, okay, cool. That team gives the. The white team, like you know, life and death. One of the days. Oh yeah, yeah. They were winning seven six on the third. Then <laughs> we play gray gray beats us up but then that team that we beat 51 beats gray and it's like yeah this makes no sense uh yeah, it's just you know the game you, is, man. you gotta you gotta play the game that's why you gotta play the game you gotta show up you gotta practice as hard as you can you gotta show up every game and compete you never know what happens no especially in you know 6u I mean? you know I'm, I'm i'm seeing that one game all these kids come in and play beautiful baseball yep they're catching and stopping everything the next day yep Everything's going over everybody's head. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> There's distracted kids, you know. It, it's a learning curve for, yeah, for that age. For me in T-ball, I've always said, like, T-ball to me is like a 50% game. Like, as long as the kids are making, like, 50% of the plays, you're going to be in good shape. 6U for me is, like, 60%. You know, 70%. If you can, you know, make 6 or 7 out of 10 plays, you know, you're, you're going to be in good shape, you know. As you get older, 8, 9, you know, once you get to, like, 10U, 11U, you got to kind of, like, play perfect. You know what yeah. I mean? But, um... You know, as long as, uh, as long as, you know, there's, you know, you try to keep it close, you know what I mean? The game's close and make your outs and good base run and hit, you know, you play a lot of baseball, you know? Man, and I got a little bit of a, of a taste of, you know, a couple of bad calls there. And uh, in the last game, there was a call that was, they called the guy out at first. I mean, they called the guy out, uh, yeah, out at first. Um, my nephew, AJ, they're playing first, gets the ball. Looks like the throw gets her on time. Guy calls him out. The other coach appeals to the head umpire who's by their dugout on, in third base. 130 feet away. And he calls the guy safe. And 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 then I, you know, my instinct right away, I was like, I, I yelled. I'm like, hey, he called him safe. He's right next, He's to, right the next play. to the play. And then, you know, thinking about all those things or whatever, I kind of like, bit my tongue <laughs> and I was in the dugout because we were on defense and I went over to the side and and Brian uh, grandpa was there and he you know he started talking to me about something else about the game 
And I was like, oh, but el umpire este, you know? And, <laughs> and then he talked about something else. Like, he almost, like, calmed me down, you know? And, yeah. and, I, and I thought about it, and I'm like, listen, man, like, this is going to be a long season. I just need to, like, yeah, let man. it ride. And yeah. after, the, after the game, I put my armor on the umpire, and I go, hey, caballero, ¿cómo está? Oye, tiene que hacer otro juego. Or ask him, or you be know? like, hey, una preguntita también para yo saber, you know, for me to know, you know, on those appeals, how does it work? Is there a main umpire? Does it matter based on distance? And then ask him. You, you know, know and, I mean? and look, and, and, and at the end of the day, this guy was an older guy. And, you know, he told me he was about to umpire his third game. And I told yeah. him, oye, toma mucha agua, que yeah, calor, you know, yeah. like. Or buy him a water bottle, you know. Oye, after a while, me, I was you know, like, yeah. man, you know, this. For good people. This old guy's there, you know, the whole day. You know, at the end of the day, all of those guys are there to make sure the kids play. Yeah. You know, yes, they got to make some extra money. It's their side gig. I get it. Not for some. Some might be their main gig. I don't know. But, you know, at the end of the day, they're the ones that ultimately, thank God they don't go on strike, Little League strike, because <laughs> if not, you'd be yeah, umpiring a game. Do? If not, you'd yeah. be padding up behind home, calling balls and strikes, and then you'd have the headaches. You know what I mean? And for the amount of money they make per game and the headaches they have to deal with, it's not an even balance there. You know what I mean? You got to be cool with the umpires. Let the head coach handle it. Trust yep. me, we'll, we'll get them. We'll talk to them. Eventually, not there, not then, after, at the end of the season. We'll make it work somehow. Get there early one day when they get there for the meeting. Get them, talk to them. But, you know, we're not trying to embarrass anybody. You, you know, know and, and and another aspect, you know, and, and I'm, I'm learning now in, in, the public league, in the public league as I go. But one of the things I remember talking to you about when, you know, I told you, Mike, uh, I want to be a, a volunteer uh, coach again, you know, a volunteer coach and, and, and help out uh, for, for D.D. Black, for Anderson's team. And, and I asked you, I'm like, wait, who's, um, who's in charge of the lineup? Who's in charge of the, of the field? And you said, the D.D. coach. And I go, good. I don't want any part of that. And, 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 and yeah, you know, I, I don't want any part of that because, you know, you realize that, 6U, 7U, and I, and I went through this when my brother played high school baseball. I was 22 years old, 23 years old. And during the fall, sometimes Coach Oscar Benitez couldn't go, and he's like, Mandy, take over. You know, run the practice, run the practice, go to the fall league game and all that. And I'm seeing now whether it's 6U or high school, there's always going to be a few parents that are going to come to you and say, hey, I know you put this kid in right field, but wouldn't this person be a little better? And you're like, listen, man, I'm putting him there for a reason, you know? And of course, you know, as you know, the, the laws of baseball happen, of course that kid's going to make an error and then the parent's going to be, oh, te, te dije, yeah. you know? But, but that, that's why I was like, yeah, I think you 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 guys handle that because it's uh, it's not something I really want to want to be a part about yeah, or even have an opinion about. To be yeah, honest, let me touch on that. So, um, all of those kids from white, black, and gray in the six U division, all were he were here all summer. Instructional league kids, they've been here all summer, and you know, just maybe like one or two. You know, we had a good summer. Every kid was in the infield in every practice, and we did the, the flips, and we did all the stuff, and, and it was the same practice for everybody. It was very fair for everybody. So now, you know, we start making the lineup. We start creating different sequences. Um, you know, kids are kind of going to be where, where they're going to earn their spot to be. Again, there's nothing 
the team. Like every position is needed. Like if you're gonna play right field, well, let's learn to back up. Let's learn to be a good backup. Let's learn to hit the cutoff. You know, let's be a better hitter. Let's you know whatever it is. But um, you know, it's been fair. You know what I mean? You know, it's been fair. You know, I think. You know. Yeah. Look, lineups well, gonna move you know, around. Yeah, you, you know, know you just when you know people, fine. you know, they they you know want to give me their opinions and <laughs> fine. And at the end of the day, you know, I'm. I call it the power of the pen. You know, at the end of the day, what I put on the board is what it is. So, you know, it's just part of it. It's part of the fee, I guess. You know, but it's all good. I'm just gonna hang out, have a good yeah, time. I, I, that's that's <laughs> the, you're, and the you're kids. my boy, bro. And, and you're <laughs> my boy, bro. Like, and by the way, let me. Amano's a true coach because his son was sick, and he still went to the park. Absolutely. He still went to the park. You're still there with the kids. Consistency, and that's big time. You've done, you've done that a couple times. You've done the instructional league as well. But that's my advice to you. Let's be an assistant. Help. Hey, what do you need? Oh, to flip. Okay, boom. Go ahead. Line up here, and that's it. That's it. You know? Absolutely. You know? And what? then when you get in the car, you tell Anna, damn, man, I think Coach Mike blew that call. You know? <laughs> and you tell your wife. You like I owe Mike. Like I like owe hey, bro. Like you know? Or you bring it up on the next podcast, you say, Coach, for like I got you know? But, um, yeah, man, just stay in your scope. Have fun. Bro, you're on the inside. Yep. You're, you're my right-hand guy. You know what I mean? So just have fun. Have fun. And look, you know? one, one more thing before we get into Otani that, that I saw. So the other day, um, you know, Anderson goes and, and, and serves as, as catcher, you know, and is just throwing the ball back. Uh, which, you know, I think he was overthinking a little, a little bit or whatever, but he's there with his mask and all that. One, one, of the, one of the innings, he takes a foul tip and it hits him, you know, on, on the side of the chest there and he was in, in pain, whatever, you know, and I'm like, hey, no, no, nada, it's fine. Went out, got a hit afterward. Perfect. You know, the later well. he had a couple like, knocks. He had a couple knocks on the attorney. Yeah, yeah and, and later he tells me, hey, you know, I'm fine. Does it hurt? Um, one of the moms tells Anna, hey, you know, my son plays with a, a sternum protector or whatever. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> um, look, we went out and bought one, and it's 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 a shirt, yeah, you know, with a little padding there. It's fine. You know, I'm like, as you know, my my thing was like, is it going to constrict? Nah. It's swinging, it's throwing nah. or whatever. Nah. Uh, but, man, there's a lot of safety things now for kids I'm, I'm, that weren't around the, when we played. I'm on the when we when we played in little league, we would get you'd sign up for the league, remember, and the league would give you the bag full of equipment that had the catcher's gear in it. The catcher gear that we used, bro, they had the little metal throat protector that went down right. about an inch, but it didn't have an extension. None, right. of, none of that. Like the, the catcher's gear didn't have the shoulder pad accessories. No. It was like your shoulder was wide open, you know what I mean? Like it's so different. You know what I mean? There's so much protective gear now. You can protect your chin, your elbow, even like your the wrist, the your the, ankle. the cups. Right now, they're yeah. way different. You wear like a nice, cool little, and I I yep. bought one for Anderson. That's right there. Yep. Nice little like you short. know underwear short type deal. Slide it right in. You slide it right in. Yep. It has like sliding pads on. Dude, like we had yep. the, the jock strap, man. Yeah, man, we had the jock strap. <laughs> and then you have to adjust it mid-game. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was a bitch. Yeah, that was different. How come nobody thought of that back then? Hey, you know what? Let's make an underwear with a cup uh, protector in the it, front. It's, it's so much better. How come we didn't think of that? You know, and it's something so you, it's easy. You, you you would always wear something easy. under because, you know, especially with white pants, kind of yeah, yeah, see-through, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you always yeah. wore something under anyway. It's easy. 
plus the jock strap. Yeah. And we're bothered going cojones, you know, yeah, like yeah, no yeah. pun intended. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, a lot of safety products a- for, Anderson, for the kids. Anderson wears a cup. You have Anderson wearing a cup. Uh, Let's touch I, on that. I, I just bought one now. Okay, so but you're he, gonna start wearing a cup for, now, at least for the I think, game. I think it's to. a good idea. Yeah. I think once you start six U T ball, eh, not really sure. Look in T ball, and, and and you made you a good, you've made a good point. Um, in 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 one of the podcasts, I mean, shit, you've been doing this for for years, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, of course, you were right. But you said, Armando, now with 6U, the pitcher's not that big of a factor anymore. Yeah. You know, in the instructional league, it was everything. pitcher, 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 pitcher. Everything. We won the, the fall league. We had, uh, we had Marcus Diego at, at pitcher, man, and that kid could outrun anybody. anybody. In, so, you know, he'd, he'd get every single out. Now you don't see it that much. Yeah, like balls, I saw it would zip past uh, – Benjamin, he made a couple of good of good stops, but it wasn't like like last year in the instructional league yeah. where Benjamin was getting balls coming at him the entire time. So so now, yes, if you're playing short and you're playing second, you got some balls like yeah, hit you at you pretty hit. hard. Well, you, you've seen a hard and and one of those bounces. Yeah, you know, you seen a hard hurt. Milan hits the ball right. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. But I think I think it's a good idea starting in six U that you start wearing the boys start wearing cups to protect themselves because um, fields have bad hops you know fields you know sometimes get maintained sometimes they don't um, but you know it's just safer it's better you know I remember well I never got I never got hit there you know like at least like yeah, without without a cup it's tough uh, but I remember in high school. Freshman year, takes a bad hop, hits me right in the mouth. So, catches me in the mouth, like right in the tooth. Ball hits the ground. I pick it up, throw the runner out at first. And I'm touching my tooth, and I notice there's a bit of blood. So, I'm like, it was one of my my top teeth, like the two front teeth. And I'm kind of moving it like, is it loose? It's fine. You know, I when I got back home, I looked. I saw a little bit of blood around, you know, like, like Menghuaye. I looked. It was just dry blood. It was fine, hard, you know, hard. Okay, no nada. Perfect. So I was 15 years old. Around when I was like 30, 31, 32, I started noticing in pictures. When I have a big ass smile in the pictures, that there was a tooth. One of my two front teeth looked darker than every other tooth. It's a shade darker. you that's weird, you know. Right. Start you know start using the oh, the whitening toothpaste no second mierda nothing there was no whitening that tooth man that tooth was was darker than every other tooth so I don't know it must have been like thirty four or something wow. I went to the dentist one day and I go hey these two teeth this one's darker than the other one and he goes wow it is and he goes did you ever get hit in the tooth and I go oh my gosh man not that I remember. And then I go, wait a minute. When I was 15, playing baseball, I took a bad hop and it hit me right in that tooth. And I remember, you know, a little bit of blood, whatever, didn't get loose. And he goes, this sounds crazy, but when you were 15 and you got hit with that, with that ball, it killed the, the root. Wow. So years later, yeah, that, that tooth has been dead all these years. Wow. So it's becomes darker little by little until then it becomes like, you know, as black as your shirt and you don't want it to get to that <laughs> point, obviously. To to that point. So like, so what do I got to do? 
Dude, they had to do a root canal. Shave down my tooth to like, bro, a little nub. And I remember taking a picture when they were doing it and send it to Anna. We were cracking oh up. Because I had all my teeth with this little like, they made it sharp. Like kind of like down, you know, because they put the new root. You're fine. And then like that tooth right there, the camera, uh, that's a fake tooth. Wow. And it happened because of a bad hop. <laughs> Wow. In a game that and I and I didn't know until Remember the field almost was that? 20, Remember 20 the field? I do. What was that? It was uh it was a field in Winwood because LaSalle didn't have a baseball field. Wow. And we would play at uh I mean, think about like like all the you know the We're gonna find out who all, we'll all have the, to find all the, out who did the maintenance that day. All the renaming <laughs> all the renaming of, of, of the schools and all that. That school was called Robert E. Lee. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Confederate general. And um that field the you would find chicken bones on the field. You would find, you know, on a on a Saturday we get there for practice, and there was like that's east, right? Uh, yeah, it's, it's right off the right, highway. Right off the highway. Right before you get to Thirty Sixth Street, yep. you would find mattresses and stuff like you know homeless people would would probably sleep in the dugout, and we were there playing, you know. But we get it. We we would we knew the field enough that when other teams would get there. We kicked their ass because they they were playing in some shitty field. Oh my gosh! <laughs> the next year we played at Tamiami, and then the next year on the big field, field three, right? Yeah, and nice. then the next year we played where you played at FIU when they were rebuilding the stadium, which was in, in Homestead. I liked that park. Yeah, I liked, I liked that. That, stadium that was so a nice much. stadium, man. It was man. small enough where it was cozy, and the surface was good. At least the yeah. times when we played there, it was good. Now it's probably crap, but. Yeah, I mean, I haven't, um, I've driven close by there. I mean, uh, I don't even know what the hell's there anymore. It's nice. It's a nice spot, man. Do you remember who they built that for and they never used it? Cleveland Indians. Yes, sir. I would have had spring <laughs> training right there. It was yep. three years. That would have been awesome. That's right. That would have been real cool. Well, yep. maybe, maybe not. Maybe not would have been too cool. But, you know, <laughs> t- talking talking about spring training, Mike, um, one, I mean, is Otani going to be in spring training? Because, look, this is very fresh. You know, it happened last night. Uh, I didn't find out till this morning. I woke up at five something. I look at my phone and I see this and I thought it was a joke, to be honest, because I saw it on, you know, kind of like a meme style. It was a post and I'm like, the fuck out of here. You know, like Otani didn't tear his ECL and then I start seeing and I'm like, holy crap, like this is legit. Um, guy that's had Tommy John before who's the workhorse for, for the Angels, best player, you know, in, in baseball, unicorn. I mean, we, we've talked about it over and over and over again. Um, coming up on a contract year where, you know, we were talking about he's probably going to get 60 mil because he could do both. If he has Tommy John and he has this UCL, you know, uh, surgery to correct this, right? Well, we saw Bryce Harper go through it last year, but Bryce Harper just hit, so... Did the rehab, came back, he's swinging the bat. So Otani could probably have the surgery tomorrow if he wanted to. Be back in spring training in time to to hit. But we're not going to see Otani pitch for a whole year. Yeah, I don't know if if you may see him pitch again, period. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Because I think what, as much as we've spoken about, you know, he's a unicorn, which he is. He's the only guy that do this, has ever done this to this level. You know what I mean? Um, but it just goes to show that the guy's top athlete in top shape, you know, workhorse, you know, carries a major load. But just unfortunately, if we were playing 60 games a year, we would be 
that would be sustainable over 10 right. years. But you're playing 162 games a year. You're on a plane every four to 10 days. Um, the sustainability of the human body to be able to aguantal and hold those 100-mile-an-hour whips in the arm, Man. those pelvis turns, the way he swings the bat. Bro, it's just so much movement in the human body, and it's just a lot of, like, small muscles and small things that happen, you know? But And he's had that surgery before, you know? Yeah, but I just, you know, then I, I you know, I was thinking, I was talking to Espy about I was like, you know, but what if, you know, what if he's just, you know, okay, he's going to be a closer, but then how, how's that going to work, you know, with, with, with warming up and if he's in the outfield, you know, how's... It would have to be a situation like in the WBC. Yeah, but then how safe is that? he was going back that? and forth, yeah. back and forth. So, I don't know. I think that... Um, I think this opens the door to a lot of organizations now to be able to get him. I think before, like I, you know, you know, I selfishly forty million is what you got to give him now. Selfishly, if he's just gonna hit. You just yeah. gotta give him forty million, which is what Aaron Judge got. That's what you gotta give him. And listen, selfishly, I want him to be a New York Yankee, um, even if he's just hitting. And you know, and I and I was texting with SP this this morning, and I, I told him, SP, it. It it's crazy to me that you have Giancarlo Stanton making a shit ton of money. Judge, you have to pay him. That's fine. I <clears throat> I get it. He's a lifelong Yankee. I had three bombs 62, yesterday. 62, <laughs> three bombs yesterday. Pay him. But how is it that the organization that has been always famous for having the short porch doesn't have a power lefty hitter? Yeah. To me, that's beyond nuts. Yeah. That's a team that should have had Schwarber... Uh, Ballinger. Yep. I mean, Somebody go down the line. A bunch line. of lefties, with, along with Judge and a couple of guys. Otani, if Otani never pitches again, but becomes a Yankee, dude, that guy's a fi at least 50 home runs every year. I agree. With that right field. I agree. Like the Yankees I now, agree. if they thought they were out of the Otani race because he's a two-way player, somebody's going to give him 60. Uh, Hal Steinbrenner's not his dad. He's not spending the money. Now you may be able to get him and go, Shohei, you're our starting, you know, right fielder, left fielder. Center fielder. However long you want. <laughs> however long you want. And you're going to hit 50, 60 jacks every year here because he's that good. And then if he can pitch again, hey, that's an added plus. But you go into it thinking that he's not. I think that because of the dollars that you're going to pay him anyways, I think that if you – Expect him to come and make a comeback. Um, and then the injury happens again. You're going to be stuck for a while again. You know, kind of like the Tua situation, you know. But um, I don't know, man. I just think that, that he's going to stick to the stick. That's what I think. I think it's time. I think it's yeah. time. Yeah. Because there's, there's so much to do. Like, hitting is dynamic, man. You can do something different every time you go up there result-wise. Like, it's so... so so fun and so good and he's so good at it he's so elite at it like he's a more elite hitter i think than he probably is a pitcher yeah you know I, I, mean, I mean i i think so too man the way he swings the bat and look and i'm not an angels fan but i think if you're and and look and i'm not gonna generalize right but i mean I, this is the way i feel if you say you're a baseball fan if you love the sport of baseball you have to be a shohei otani fan you have to be. I don't think that, I mean, uh, is there a rivalry that big with the Angels that you hate every single player on that team, you know? Or at least, let's say, if you hate the Angels, you need to appreciate Otani. Like, this is a, 
I I seriously got sad this morning. I, I was like, I'm like, dude, no freaking way. And like, um, Ben Verlander, Justin Verlander's uh, brother, who you know covers baseball now, he, he he looked like he had to be talked off the ledge. I mean, the guy was like, like you know, like crying this morning. You know, he's like, dude, I'm heartbroken because this guy, like, he's such a special player. And to say, Bo Jackson. Bo ja- this reminds me of Bo Jackson. So Bo Jackson, you know, for there's a lot of young people that listen to us that don't know who the fuck Bo Jackson was, but Bo Jackson's probably the greatest athlete of our generation. Unbelievable. Heisman Trophy winner, all-pro running back for the Raiders, all-star in baseball with the Kansas City Royals, and then played for the White Sox. But he had a catastrophic injury while playing football where they basically detached his hip, you know, with, with a tackle. And and he was never able to play football ever again, and and it's one of those moments that, yeah, Bo got back on the baseball field, and it's fine. We we're able to enjoy him a little bit longer, but it was it was you know so catastrophic on the football field, never played again, and and dude, this is a guy that you used to enjoy watching play oh, yeah. football. Oh yeah, like he could have broken multiple records, yep. you know, as a running back, and this almost feels the same because if. If last night was the last time we saw Shohei Otani pitch, yeah. damn, that's like a hard pill to swallow. Yeah, Look, you know, swallow, you know, knowing the competitive nature of, of, of players, of, of athletes, I think he'll pitch again, you know, but I, I think the main focus now has to be hitting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I agree. Listen, there may be an opportunity where, you know, again, maybe he can go into some type of closer role once a week just to stay in a win a couple innings a week, maybe help a team like that. You know, he definitely helped playoff situation you know having him at the tail end you know what i mean look what he did in the world baseball classic so yep um but i I don't think he'll be a starter no (laughs) you know what i mean and i think an organization is going to be that's going to sign him is going to be very cautious here yep and look does does, um does disney want to buy the angels back because art moreno has to sell that team man it's situation there with trout man trout's injured again yeah you know, it's a shame because if you go you go through that team, you know, on paper, that's a good team. Yeah. That's a good team. They shouldn't be struggling the way they're struggling. And, you know, and it's it's been almost done as a joke, you know, the, the memes every day. Shohei Otani, seven innings pitch, 15 strikeouts, one earned run, four for five, three home runs. Angels lose 12 to, you know, yeah, like. Yeah, it's bad. The triple play there, yeah. you know, and they lose. Triple yeah. play, they keep the game tied in the yeah. ninth and they lose. Like, it's Fulanito bad. debuts, yeah. you know, three for four, first career yeah. home run. Otani, yeah. perfect. No sé qué. Angels they lose. lose seven five. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's pretty terrible. Dude, and the other ones that's like that too is the Yankees. Yeah. Dude, they were, on a, they were on a losing streak. Like the longest losing streak since 1982. I was two years old. Um, I, You know, I, I talked to a lot of Yankee fans. Um, you know, Mike Ruiz, uh, he tells me the other day, he goes, dude, I wasn't even born in 1982. A lot of people weren't born the last time the Yankees were this freaking bad. And when I was growing up in the 80s, because people were like, oh, you like the Yankees because they win championships. I'm like, listen, guy, like when I was when I was a little kid, they sucked. They were always in second to last place, last place. or so were barely making it. Great offense, shitty pitching. But at least the offense gave you something to 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 care about because they had Mattingly was a stud and he was always going to battle for the champion batting title and even home run they had Winfield they had Ricky Henderson 
dude, you had some studs. Willie Randolph, you had studs in that lineup. That the pitching sucked. That's a different story. Right. You know, they weren't they weren't a balanced team. This Yankee version, twenty twenty three, is not fun to watch. No, I night. I mean, last night, you know, I I put on on the DD uh, Instagram, uh, I I put you know some positive news for the Yankees. You know, Judge went deep three times. But before that, there was really nothing to like nothing cheer for. Susan Walden, who's been calling Yankee games for God knows how long, got caught on a hot mic. I don't know if you saw that. No. They came back from commercial early. She didn't catch the cue. And she said, my God, they're so boring. Yeah. <laughs> and um, But you know what? She's right. One of the talk shows in New York must be destroying them because they're in last place. Yeah. And they're sub 500. Spending how much? They're terrible. Yeah, it's bad, bro. It's just bad all around. So what happens when you stick to analytics too much. Yep. You know what I mean? You go based on that paper instead of based on those eyes, you're going to run into trouble. Yep. And so. look, and I, I've heard there's going to be big changes with the Yankees. Maybe not Cashman, but everybody else is in jeopardy. I'm not, I don't want to steal SP's uh, thunder, you know, when he when he comes on. But, you know, Boone's a goner. See Boone's gone, uh, gone, gone. I'd, like I'd get him out already. Forget that's it. I'd pay him and get him out. Uh, yeah, I I get rid of him now and have somebody yeah. else finish the year. Yeah, you never know if there's a guy there, yeah. second and waiting yeah. that the players respond to. They won like twenty in a row. At this point, you got nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose. You know, you got nothing to lose at this point. You know what you I know? mean? You know, and then there's gonna be candidates. Look, you know, you're you're gonna hear. I mean, maybe maybe not, but you're gonna hear Mattingly. You're gonna hear about Jeter coming back in some sort of role. Um, with with the front office, you're you're gonna hear about, hey, you know what, Jorge Posada might be a name that you might yeah. that you might hear. You know, Raúl Ibáñez. Raúl Ibáñez. Raúl Ibáñez yeah. could be the next manager. Carlos Beltran could be the next yeah. manager. You know, it's uh, you're gonna hear some some good baseball names. Um, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna be something that. Yankee fans are gonna feel good about because we're sick and tired of Boone. Um, See, so yeah, he's got to go. Th- that home run against against uh, Wayfield was a long time ago. Yeah. It was yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, and you you still want him to come back as an alumni. You know, you don't want Absolutely. him to be <laughs> or <laughs> you know or dude or on the broadcast or yeah. or, or something. Look, yeah. the guy's giving me some good laughs. You know, uh, you you could tell he's fiery. He cares about the team. He cares about the Yankees. We're just not seeing it translated yeah. on the field. Yeah. So it, it's time to move on, you I know, agree. later. And I agree. And that's about it. But, you know, and, and, and look, you know, changing changing topics really quick, you know, b- before we, we start wrapping up, the, the football season is upon us. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, uh, they had their dress rehearsal the other day. Um, saw some positive things from, from the team. Defense played great. I mean, it was a you know preseason against the Texans. Defense played great. Uh, you saw Tua throw an interception with his first pass, but because the O line died <laughs> and and he got he got hit. And and the positive thing, man, he fell, shoulders squared up, head up. I mean, the guy's on tronco now. I don't know if, you, if yeah, you've seen him. He, some muscle, yeah. he put on some muscle, which yeah. Ryan Clark the other day, clown. Said he was fat, and Tua yeah. ripped him a new yeah, one yesterday, that. and he said, hey, you want to get that. scrappy? We'll get scrappy, but keep your name out of your mouth. That's kind of weird that you're judging, yeah. you know. Yeah. Talk about my game. Don't yeah. talk about, oh, he's gotten fat. That's a little weird for a guy to yeah. be yeah. checking out another guy, you yeah, know, like. I saw that. 
hey, you know. It's good. Um, Keep it spicy. Good. Exactly. Keep it spicy. But, you know, the fact that he fell that way, I was like, you know, I think Tua last season would have fallen right yeah, on his head and he would have I mean, been knocked the hell that, out. That's the key. I'm on the, if he can keep that always in his brain and tr- always fall the right ways. Uh, the, the problem is that just sometimes in football, you don't know when you're going to get hit. Oh, <laughs> no, absolutely. Look, you if know, he, But he does look good. Hey, he looks strong, man. He looks I, but, strong. He looks better. And he came right yeah, back out and, okay, yeah, and let her yeah, drive. And he, yeah. he they, look, they look great, yeah, man. So be in good shape. And, and, and they're trying to trade for Jonathan Taylor that if that make, they make that happen, look, Taylor's had his, his injuries, right? He's only 24 years old. So, you know, this guy could be a running back in the league and for the Dolphins for a very long time. This guy was the best running back, best offensive player in football two years ago before he started having some injuries. So, man, if the Dolphins made that trade for Jonathan Taylor, with Tyreek Hill, with Jalen Waddle, with Tua, dude, you're talking about a, a team that's going to compete for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I want to put up a lot of points and stay healthy. Absolutely, Staying you know, and, and and Mike McDaniel has said it. Look, uh, he loves to run. Um, they tried to make multiple moves for some running backs. Que no se dio. They got uh, uh, Devon a, a chain, and and you know he he's a rookie though, and he he got injured the other day. So you you know you may not be able to count on him. And then you have Mostert, who's super fast but gets injured a lot. Bringing Jonathan Taylor into the mix to me would be perfect. Um, you know, coming into this team, and it gives Mike McDaniel the ad- the advantage to run the ball a little more, yeah. make it happen, and and you're gonna see a, a, a different team. I'm excited. I'm excited, man. I'm, it looked I'm, good the I'm, other I'm day. Very excited. It looked good the other day. You know, I'm excited for them, and uh, you know, I'm always excited for new seasons. Every season's got its own personality. Yep. You know what I mean? You can't carry over. Yep. And college it's a new college. season. It's a new start. They adjusted their adjustments Absolutely. in their camps. The people worked on what they had to work on. Now they made personnel changes. Everything exactly. Everything that's in the blender now is a little bit different from last season. So yep. now what's going to come out is its own, its own mix. Yep. And that's what I love about beginning of seasons. You know. Absolutely, and so. and you know we'll, we'll see right away if they could play or not. But yeah. uh, Canes also start next week. FIU starts this weekend. Uh, FIU's first football game of the season. They have some new kick-ass uh, Miami Vice uh, unis with the nice. pink and the black. Nice. They look pretty dope. Nice. Um, so, yeah, football season's upon us, man. I have two fantasy drafts on on Saturday. Unfortunately, one of them will have to be auto-league Auto because pick. we have a, a 4.30 p.m. <laughs> game. Meebaugh, Grapeland Park. So uh, take Best pick oh, available. I, hey, take I, best pick available. I told Alex Segal the other day the pizza smells the same when I was in Pacual. I got there and I took a whiff and I was like, Absolutely. dude, I went back 30 years, man. Absolutely. It was nuts. You got to have a slice. No, not, like I'm, on, even, on Saturday, I'm e- having a slice. I'm e- gonna get there early. Even if the slice has been sitting there, for I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a slice. <laughs> I don't care. They're you so know the, the nostalgia. So good. I stood there with my brother, and I'm like, this yeah. field was here. This field used to be there because the park looks completely different. Yeah. But man, it brought back a lot of memories. A lot of memories, man. And Brian Freda told me that one of my old coaches was there, man, and I, I, I didn't see him because we were in, in the game. You're gonna run into a lot of people now. But uh, I'm dying to see Pineda. Your baseball. Your baseball scope of people you know has now opened up immensely because you're playing outside. Oh, absolutely. You know, you're going to see a lot of people. It'll be a lot of fun. No, that's, that's, fun. We're going to have a great that's time. That's awesome, man. No, I, I, I can't wait. And, and dude, you know, um, can't wait for, 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 for the league, for, for the fall, see how these kids do in the spring uh, to learn how to, like, you know, control emotions now that, <laughs> that we have umpiring and all that. But Strikeouts. But, yeah. yeah strikeouts. 
Yeah, we, we, got we, the, we got the equalizer. We saw a lot of strikeouts the other day. Oh, man. We'll get a, better. A lot of strikeouts. We'll get better. But yeah, you know, the kids are getting adjusted. You told me, don't worry. You know, they'll, they'll come into their own. But Thank you. Know, plenty of time. But this has been Diamond Dreams Miami up and in. And like Mike said, you see us out of the park. Say what's up. Say what's up. We'd love to hear you. From know, you know, tell us what you want to hear about. You know, we're, we're open. We talk about Super everything. open. Whatever you want. We didn't touch upon up. that Republican debate, but there was a lot a lot to talk about. A lot to talk from, about. But hey. We'll do that next time. Maybe next time. With Espy. <laughs> Later. Later, guys. <laughs>